back, guys. Dunya! Hi. I'm so excited. I'm excited to it's be here. It's been too long. It has been. It's been a few episodes since I've yes. been on. Yeah. Happy, but happy that I've had a few <laughs> episodes, <laughs> but I've missed you. Yeah. Because I like our well. talks. Absolutely. They're real. Um, granted, all of my talks are real, mm-hmm. you know. Um, okay, so today's topic is going to be actors, actresses behind the bar. Yeah. And doing it just. I, for those who cannot see us, I just opened a bottle of red, and we are about to just dive in. I'm so happy because, you know, in. I love to... See, now that sounds like an, I'm an alcoholic, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited about this. It was an accident for me to bring my wine key today. It was just in my pants. <laughs> So there's that. The, and there, and that's how you know you're just always prepared yeah, for work. Right. Think, what if somebody called out? Well, I would not be going in. <laughs> she said I still would have hit the flag. And, and the reason why is because I was booked. I was booked with this. Next. Yeah. Uh, and before that, my wine key actually fell out of my pants. How does that Next. happen? <laughs> How does one one's wine key fall out of their pants? It's time to be in there. Hello. It was time. <laughs> it was I was like, at a coffee out. meeting for a play that I am about to direct, and there's a hole in my back pocket. I'm going to show it to you. So for those who don't see me, I'm literally showing Jace oh, my butt. Um, and it just fell. It fell right through that hole. And... Uh, clattered onto the floor she was like oh (laughs) and i looked i looked up at the lovely human who i was having coffee with um his name is edward shout out to edward uh i looked at him i was like i'm not an alcoholic (laughs) a lady is always prepared (laughs) obviously you don't have anything you want me to open because <laughs> mm-hmm. I do it. Do you, do you bring your own straw everywhere? Because where did the straw come from, Dunya? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. I'm on Doesn't the... Doesn't everybody bring their own straw? <laughs> I'm on the Where's environmental yours? train here, ma'am. Oh, no, thank you. No straws, please. I've got my own. Yes. Absolutely. And my wine key, you need I'm try- it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be a little more conscientious with my efforts when it comes to the environment as you should because it's getting real out here yeah as it's all it's been getting real but right the shit that's happening i mean australia is literally on fire i seen that today i had to get off of instagram because it's it's starting to become the news to me yeah it's so sad i mean that's like twitter too most of my news is either coming from my podcasts or twitter i can't even yeah. It's like it's all about to be over. But, but we're going to talk about numbing that pain. We're going to talk about And we're going to drink to foods. it. And I hope you guys have a glass of wine as you're listening because Woo-hoo. it's important. Yeah. It's important to have. All right. So Dunya is an actress. She – do you act I as do, well? I do act, but I would be fibbing if I said that I exercised that muscle recently i'm much more dominantly a director and producer okay but i love acting it's it's so hard i did a class once and 
we got all the way up. It did a few few sessions. We read the we read the we picked our plays. We our monologues. Mm-hmm. We did the whole class and everything. But to the end, when I had to be in front on the stage in front of everybody, mm-hmm. I can't even tell you how hot. I don't sweat, <laughs> but it was hot, and I was dripping. I was like, whoo. I don't know how they do this. <laughs> this shit is hard. I cannot. Yeah, it's scary. That, it was a scary thing. So yeah. shout out to you and everybody else who has that skill. Because I can't. I can't do it. Thank you. All right, so how do you balance that with bartending? Because you have to, as a starving artist, you have to work. Right. And I find that a lot of my coworkers and a lot of people that I work with are starving artists. They're do music, directing, acting. How do you balance the two? Um, setting boundaries, which I'm learning. Okay. I'm constantly learning about setting boundaries and yeah. saying, no, I'm not available for this or I can't emotionally invest or invest extra time into this because I've this isn't what I came to New York to do. Right. This is my side hustle. But when I'm here, I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm present. I'm giving it 100% mm-hmm. or as much of me that is available at that time. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's tough. A lot of people um, a lot of people in our industry are also artists. Yeah. And it's because there is this element of flexibility. It's very – because you can adjust your schedule. Right. You can tell them when you're available. Yeah. Oh, I need to try. I can't come in today. Right. It's easy. Um, it's easy, but it's also not because you're working with a team of people yeah. and you don't want to let them down. And, you know, you, you've got to navigate through that as well because it is a commitment that you're making. Um, but let me tell you, there have been a couple of times where I've been directing and producing and and working at least four to five days a week. And it was just a lot of 14 to 16 hour days. That is like a lot on the body. You it is. You lose your shit. And especially try, trying to do both. Well, doing both. Yeah. Especially being in a place where both areas you have to deal with people. Oh, yeah. But. You have to be when, on all the time. When you're at the bar mm-hmm. and you do have to work with a team mm-hmm. and everyone isn't always on the same page. Yeah. Page. Oh, my God. I would lose all my hair (laughs) oh my god I'd be edgeless okay so how do you well I guess I really want to talk about breaking up with it afterwards because yeah I'm trying to I'm trying to break up with bartending but how do you even do that how do you go from working four to five days a week right making all this great money also trying to balance out directing and picking up projects how do you how do you how do you break up with bartending I'm still trying to figure that out (laughs) because it's hard to walk away from this element of security that you have right you have a a home away from home because you spend so much time there you know that those people become your family right um and the security of having a paycheck every week that is of a certain amount and you're really pulling back on that when you're going into these entry-level jobs which are so worth it because you need that experience Mm -hmm. but at the same time it's like all right I also need to make sure to have food in the fridge yeah and I have goals that I want to achieve that's outside of my art like just life goals Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know 
Um, so right now what I've been doing is I've just been trying to scale back on one and then really push forward the momentum with the other. How? How have you been? Because season just ended. Yeah. Busy but I don't even know, is, is it even completely done yet? Um, I feel like we have a few more weeks, a few more holiday parties people celebrate after the holidays. Right. Um, I would say that, yeah, we're, we're, we're coming towards the end of it, if not uh-huh. already at the end of it. Um, but we do have, because of the, the type of atmospheres that both bars that I work at are, um, we have Valentine's Day coming up. Yeah. Which I even won't be able to work because I, I'm going to be, you know, doing a show. I do like the fact that. You even like you came in here and you was like, I'm doing this. And I'm just like, finally I get to yeah. I get to come see a show. I get to do some, see something that you are in. Cause you've been working nonstop yeah. since the day that I met you. How yeah. you keep a positive <laughs> face, I have no idea. It's like, Tony, I'm freaking out. She's like, it's okay. <laughs> we got this. It's fine. Let's <laughs> You seen the meme that I seen the other day. I was oh, like, yeah. Pat's doing it, doing it is SpongeBob and I am literally <laughs> Squidward. Was that Squidward? That's yeah, I'm Squidward. Which is funny, because at home <laughs> I am the Squidward. It's okay. Yeah. It's you what's crazy is when you are at work. For some reason, the environment, it makes you... Because you have to be happy. Mm-hmm. And you have to give this customer service. Mm-hmm. It's like, when you step out of it, it's just like, all right, I can be myself. Hence, where's my manners? Because yeah. it's like, cause I don't want to have any. <laughs> don't want to have any I just right want to not. I want a human right now. <laughs> I want to just be... Fuck that. Fuck, like, <laughs> fuck that, fuck you, fuck everything. Yeah. All right, so... I mean, that's a skill that, like, actors also have to acquire, right? It's Mm. like coming into Mm. a space, a rehearsal room, whatever the case may be, an audition room, Mm -hmm. and trying to check that ego at the door and only bringing it in when it's useful or productive. You know, it's it's not something that you can just turn on and off because we're humans, but that that kind of reining it in is mm-hmm. something that that you have to learn. Yeah. And um you know, that's that's one of the really great things about like if you are an actor or in performance because there are so many different mediums of artists that are involved mm-hmm. in the food and service and hospitality industry. Um but that is something that like can be an asset. Yeah. of like putting it on, treating it as if like you know, this is just one task I have to execute, and this is the tactic I have to execute it with mm-hmm. positively. Because all we're doing here is trying to make that money and then get home as soon as possible so you can get that sleep and then wake up that next morning for that audition that's way too early. Yeah. Or like, See, but like, how do you squeeze in, like, study time and, like, rehearsals and... Turning, oh my gosh, how is like turning? Have have you ever had to turn down something because of work? Um, I'm. Oh wow. Yes. Ooh, look at me getting good. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I have. But it was only because I couldn't justify missing the money. Missing the money. See. Yeah, but, but I try and avoid that at all costs. Okay. Yeah. Um. 
How do you know? How do you know what? How do you decide mm-hmm. what's going to be worth it or not? Because at the end of the day, aren't you getting experience mm-hmm. in your field? Isn't that the most important thing? Yes. Yes, it is. However, I would say like food first. Okay. Because you got to eat. Yeah. You got to eat. And then, and then doing what you have to do because I am a, I am a Taurus. I need stability mm-hmm. in my life. I am a control freak. <laughs> I like. I'm not necessarily super uppity or bougie or whatever. Oh, not even. But I do like the finer things. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's compromising what I'm willing to give and take. I think more often than not, I try and work my schedule so that. I'm rehearsing in the mornings or I'm doing whatever the project is in the mornings, Mm -hmm. afternoons, and then – or during the week when it is a slower day and then I'll try and pick up um, the the busier days or I'll go to work afterwards in the evening. But now that I'm getting a little older, it's difficult to keep up that momentum of like pulling those hours. But that's like – I think I was talking to Jordan about this. Like we're getting older in the industry and neither one of us has none of us have our shit together all of us are still trying to figure out all right what's the next step because i'm not trying to be here yeah but that's like adulthood right how how many i don't want to be here i don't want to be here i don't want to be here but i'm here yeah and and you know what like we're all just making it up as we go along seriously there is no rule book or handbook on how to approach this thing yeah people had have advice they have tactics they have their own style so there isn't one path towards it it's just making sure that you have your goals in mind and what you're willing to compromise and what you're willing not to compromise on so your cons would be what for having to do the having to do the two to having to do the two what would your cons be that's the question. Um, well, now I've gotten to the point where I've I've tried to really save up enough so I don't have to, hmm. so that I can take the pay cut and then also take the job that's only paying me two fifty a week, just you know, and still only working one shift. You yeah. know, I can still put food in the fridge. Yeah, doing that uh, because I've. I've accumulated that padding and it was a it was years of of trying to juggle both simultaneously. Yeah. Um I don't I don't know. <laughs> I I think I think burnout. Ooh. Burnout is a thing and being on all the time is a thing. And no. you need you need some you time. Being on is so draining. Yeah. It's draining and it takes out a lot of energy. Being on, guys, means just like that happy face that mm-hmm. sometimes you don't want to talk to people. A right. lot of people have the luxury of just like shutting people out when they want. Right. But you can't do that. Yeah. And you have to do it in both areas because you still have to deal with people either way. Right. Like I was sometimes there was one project I was working on where the turnover was I was closing at CP a lot, Carol Place, one the place we both work at for those who 
this is your first episode. Yes. Get real with this. Watch the other ones. Hello. Right. Hello. Um, <laughs> but I would be closing there on the weekends. Saturday night, I'd be getting out at like 4, 4.30. And then the next morning, I would have to wake up. I would get home at like 5.30 because mm-hmm. the trains. Yeah. And then I would have to wake up at 8. And I would go to rehearsal and have to run a room. See, but doesn't that like... Doesn't it kill like productivity? Absolutely. But it's like, and then I would work that Sunday night. I would go from rehearsal into into my work. One thing that I would say is it doesn't feel like an eight-hour rehearsal when you're doing what you love. What you love to do. Yeah. When you don't get to do what you love all the time, it's like a breath of fresh air that you're finally getting to do that. So, like, you power through it. Yeah. You get that momentum. At least it's a change of scenery, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so that kind of is what got me through it. But I wouldn't do – I won't do that anymore. Yeah. I can't because I, I want to put um, – my everything into my art and I want to make sure that I'm not compromising it just for a paycheck that you know may or may not look good because sometimes it they don't look great and you're just like okay I just busted my ass for pennies <laughs> and and now I have to go into doing this. would you ever do retail or office work I respect it but I would never do it. Why? Why bartending? Why service industry over going to a retail job or going to an office job where you can work during the day and then just go home? Uh, Well, the flexibility point. But also, um, like auditions and things like that, they're held in the morning, in the daytime. Mm. It's it's pretty rare unless it's like callbacks or something that it's in the evening, really. Mm -hmm. So um, there's that. Most of the money is made in the evening anyway, so you want to do that. Um, The potential for money is higher in the food and beverage industry, even though, you know, Now, we've said sometimes we make pennies, but guys, let's be real. Yeah. We make pretty decent money. It holds us over. I learned... Now that everybody is pooling, mm-hmm. the less days you work, the more you make, mm-hmm. which is weird to me. It'll stay weird to me. Oh, because of the taxing and the yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't understand it. But I was like, oh, work less, so be able to do more of what I want to do. Right. <laughs> twist my arm. <laughs> right. Like twist, twist my arm. <laughs> Fuck it. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, like. You're also talking to the person that I've already invested enough time in this to be decent at it so that I can go into a job that would be able to pay me well. Because you've been doing this. You know so much <laughs> about liquor. It's <laughs> Thank ridiculous. You. I'd be like, teach me some more. Because <laughs> I know nothing. Teach me some more. But you've been doing this. You were helping your brother, right? Yeah. And then you went to a restaurant. Yep. And I've done like, I've done food prep. I've done dishwashing. I've done serving. I've done hosting. I've done, you know, bar backing. I've done a lot. I've done bar backs. Yeah. <laughs> I would, I would definitely recommend it. I think that all bartenders should know, um, 
how to change a keg. I think all bartenders should know. I don't know. know how to change a keg. Then I need to teach you. Oh my God. Why don't I know how to do They'd be like, yeah. you need to change your keg. I'd be like, okay, let me get someone. Right. <laughs> and like, luckily enough, we, we are so, so blessed to have fantastic barbacks who are able to no, help us. Seriously. Um, but on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday at the Uptown location, uh, there are no barbacks. It's just you. So you get more money. But you're putting in a little more work. Oh, yeah, because you have to tip out. Mm-hmm. And then the floor tips you out. You don't – wow. Yeah, I don't have a bar back Sunday and Monday. And that's one of the great things about working uptown is, like, it's a smaller space. Yeah. The money is about the same, if not a little bit more, because I'm not tipping someone out. Yeah, you're working a little harder, but, like – I I honestly prefer to work harder. And, like, at my old job, we had to bust our own tables. Yeah. And I'm – I was always okay with that. He was like, yeah. you can bust your own tables or we can hire a, um, a busser. No, thank you. Yeah. I don't want to take out. any money or food out of anyone's mouth. No. Uh, at the same time, what had happened was we we had a bar back who was also a phenomenal server. Yeah. And was making more money serving or doing other things. And I was like, okay, well, how about on Sunday and Mondays we don't have him bar back and we have him serve or do other things that he's really – that way he's getting more money and I'm getting more money. Promotion in the industry doesn't have to happen often, I don't feel like. But yeah. when it does, it's, like, productive. Yeah, it should be productive. Sometimes it's it's not so productive. But – other times, yeah, it should it should feel rewarding, yeah, and earned, and much of the time it is. Do you feel like you miss out on a lot of events and social networking within your industry because of work? Oh, totally. And and networking will, is like my. I have total I FOMO. How do you not? I have major FOMO. Same. That's why I love group chats so much. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm awful with them. Literally, we have a group chat. Like, Dunia's 2020, get better with texting, please. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Yeah. But. No promises, but I'll try. It's a, I, it's okay. <laughs> Not even. No, I know where you at. I know mm-hmm. where you are for sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so how do you deal with that, though? Because networking is, that drives your business. Yeah, and that's so, that's the thing I need to work on the most. Okay, so your goals are, are to get in the room and say hi a lot more. Okay. And that means sometimes turning down a shift to go to an event that I am not getting paid for and walking into a room and saying, hi, my name is Dunya. Hi, my name is Dunya. I really like to do what I do, and I think that you're great, and you're pretty good at what you do, so let's do stuff. Or, you know, like grab a coffee and become <laughs> and friendly. And talk about stuff. Right. And be friends. Yeah. Let's make that connection. Right. But I like selling myself isn't really great. Okay. Like I, I find it to be like. See, because you. Awkward. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm awkward. I don't like to. I don't like. So the, that's the awkward thing for me. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm starting to do networking events. And I'm just like. I don't want to talk about myself too much. Right. But I don't know if that's because I'm always listening to people. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, and then when I look at them in the industry, I'm just like, okay. <laughs> Let's talk about something else. Yeah. So that's what makes me uncomfortable right. going to these events. So we can both work on that together. Yeah. 
so we can 2020 goals yes get better at networking we want to break up with this industry more so you than i yeah (laughs) i need to i need to break up with bartending my tarot cards told me to yes (laughs) it did they did and that's how we ended up talking about Mm -hmm. this in the first place so that's how i came up with the segment because i was like i want to talk about that because i haven't even really caught up with her with actually breaking up yeah and our goals because it's been so busy right how many shifts have you like a week where you're working during the holiday season because we had thanksgiving we had christmas new year's so i would i would be working at least five shifts but i also took time off so sometimes it would be like i work an eight shift stretch and then i'll take time out and I'll be gone, like I went to LA for three days or something like that, and then I literally went back to work the next day. So it, it's kind of been like that a lot. And that's what's happening right now, too, is like I'm going to Boston tomorrow. Oh, and, see um, mom and dad. yeah, I'm gonna see my mom and dad. Um, I'm so excited to give them a hug. Same. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so in order to do that, I worked a couple of days, and then now I'm going on a bus tomorrow and it's not guys it's not even like 40 hour shifts because a lot of people work five days a week Mm -hmm. they have the weekends off right it's like at least 60 hours yeah it can be yeah if not more yeah it can be because that's a lot of fucking hours oh totally i mean you're averaging at least uh at cp i i almost always just under 10 hours. Yeah, that those are long ass shifts. Yeah. Oh my god, that was my first that was my first cuss word. What? This entire episode. That was my first. Do you want to just get them out of the way right now? I don't even know. Cuz I've been cussing. <laughs> And I, t- I was venting to my parents about something and it kept on dropping the F-bomb. I was just like, fuck this and fuck that. And my mom goes, Dunya, that's a lot of F-words. And I, th- and I, over the phone, I was like, I'm a grown-ass woman. I pay my own bills. If I'm upset, I can say fuck. And she was just like, silence. And my poor mom, I feel so shitty for that. She said, and now I have to go mom. give her a hug because oh, <laughs> she she's just it. this wonderful five foot one. She's literally the queen. Person, but and she's, she's so sweet. So um, she's very sweet, but she's also very like proper most of the time. Like sometimes she can get a bit weird. No, which I don't is care. Where I get it. I don't from. care what she see, but. We all have it because my mom. <laughs> She's very no. Prim. Her mom is the. Mo- I, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be your mom. <laughs> You're gonna be I'm my mom. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be a bougie bitch. It's like, <laughs> well, um, I mean, that's excuse it. Kiss me. Cross your legs. Yeah. <laughs> so. My my mom comes to like my college graduation and head to toe Chanel. Yes. I yeah. Her, her leopard print She's windbreaker so- <laughs> duster situation that's down she to the gives floor. Me Chris Jenner and I'm just like, don't tell her that. But like, <laughs> she's like, oh. <laughs> she's like, thank you. <laughs> I love her. Yeah. So great. do you write like? Do you write scripts in your spare time? Like, how do you do it in your spare time when you're at home by yourself? Well, when I'm not procrastinating. Oh, my gosh. When I'm not procrastinating, sometimes it's just about changing your environment, sitting down, and then, like, just 
staring at a blank page for a while. It makes me uncomfortable. Oh, even it's like totally when I'm like, I've been so you know, I've been trying to get organized right. with the podcast. So even like writing these yeah points down, I was just like the outlines, yeah. But it's so helpful, but at the same time, it's it's just getting that momentum. Having that muse come to visit you and be like, hey, maybe you should jot this down real quick. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's like, okay. Yeah. It's also about, like, culture consumption, too. Like, watching other things. And I haven't been doing that as much lately. I haven't either. Yeah. To get inspired and mm-hmm. just, like... Do you have what are your favorite movies to get inspired by? Ooh. Um Woof. Okay, well anything Wes Anderson. I I really love him. I think he gives children what is a lot he of in? credit. I mean, he's a director, so he's done like Moonrise Kingdom, like Royal Tenenbaums, like th- that sort of I haven't seen any of thing. Oh my gosh, so good. You so fantastic, Mr. Stuff, Fox. So I, know, I know they aren't bad recommendations. Yeah, no, they're they're very lovely. Um, I enjoy them. I love how you use "fuck" at the beginning of the <laughs> statement, and then she went straight to "lovely." Hi, yeah. Dunya. I'm an enigma. <laughs> I'm an enigma. They're so lovely. <laughs> I cannot. Okay, so let's do move a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Peppies. Uh, because okay, like pet peeves with people in art behind the bar and in the service industry, or just pet peeves in general. Pet peeves in general, because I feel like the last month mm-hmm. for holiday season, okay, has been a bit much because we had a lot of people bringing their families, especially right. the CP, uh-huh. the regulars who bring their families, and this one lady. I'll never, I, I don't think I will ever forget this. Oh, good. Still. I will never forget this because I went to, I, what did I, oh, I guess I will forget this. <laughs> I, <laughs> I went to do, I went to do something for a table. Okay. And the lady was like, yes. She said she has to pour her own wine. I was like, well, you guys got a carafe. I poured it into, I said, who wants to taste it? And I poured it and everybody's because they all want to taste it came back she's like can we have some more wine and she's like yeah it's right here she has to pour her own wine oh no I'm so sorry <laughs> that no. you're just not you know what in certain in restaurants tombs. in certain restaurants sure that's the expectation this is not in that, this though. restaurant that is not the move this is not you clearly don't know where you are I was like who I, I was in such a great mood that day, though. Oh, I'm no. always in such a great mood. But I was really like, who the fuck does this person think she is? The tables have turned. Who? Mm-hmm. I was... Yeah. So this is someone's mother. <laughs> <laughs> this is someone's mother. But Roy was like, was like, the dad just seems like he's just sitting there just, like, dealing with life. <laughs> he said it's almost over. <laughs> right. He's just... He, at this point, he's just there. I would, too. Shit. <sighs> I was like, I feel so bad for you guys. Yeah. I'm going to send you cake. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to send him a cake because he just looks so miserable. It's like, this is what you have to deal with. Because no. No, but yeah. the customers were out of hand this season. <laughs> and I don't like holiday. Well, it's also like 
the time of year that people who don't usually eat out as much, who just aren't as practiced as at it, and which sounds ridiculous, right? Like, no, being a decent person all. is being a decent person. It doesn't matter. But like people who don't know how to sit down and then like read the menu instead of having you stand there while you're they're reading it to put in their order you know it's little things like that where yeah you're just not as practiced at eating out and people want to spend time with their family and it's a special occasion yeah and all of these things so okay like i'm gonna try and in my mind's eye i am trying to give you a pass here but it is just very difficult when you're hit with it one after another and it's all of these little things like fight me that's really what i wanted to tell the lady like fight fight me right because you're getting on my nerves yeah and then i just stopped going over that at a certain point i was like roy please go i'll take your tables you take mine we're just gonna swatch sections for the moment yeah, if if I ever feel like I'm about to, in my head, imagine daydream about laying my hands on someone, that's when I am not afraid to say to someone else, I can't do this, I can't do this table, excuse me, I can't do this table anymore, I can't do this tab anymore, can you please take over because I will mess with our money because I will not. I will mess with our money <laughs> because I will not be kind and we will not get that tip we won't I always and I get, always want to try and be as kind as possible but it is just here's sometimes the thing I feel, trial. Like, I feel like people go out and they think that and I think I said this before they think that you can't say anything to them right because the customer is always right again oh, yeah. whoever made up that rule fight me <laughs> Fight me because the customer is not always right. Right. Sometimes the customers are dick shit wrong. Right. I don't even know. Dick shit just came out of nowhere. All right. I'm kind of dick the cuss shit. word though. But the customer is not always I'm right. Start using that. And, it, <laughs> and they, they come out of nowhere and they are very entitled and just like, yeah. no, yes, you're getting a service, but I'm also a human being. Right. Don't forget that we're humans. Hello, my name is Junya. I am a general humanoid. Please treat me as such. Okay, great, thanks. Yeah. Come again. Yeah. Please. That that would be the pet peeve that I highlight today. Yeah. The pet peeve that I would like to highlight today is speaking to one person like they're a person. Mm-hmm. And that can be the customers doing that to, you know, staff. That could be inter-staff, you know. That's talk to me like I'm a person because yeah. I remember even my manager who I love. Like I would, I would honestly, I I probably wouldn't Mom take poops. a bullet for this person, but I would take like an arrow, <laughs> you know, something that like I don't even know. Have you watched the the show Arrow? Because I don't even know if I'd take an arrow. Okay, you know what? It's funny that you say that because this manager likes to refer to themselves as <laughs> as Green Arrow. <laughs> Because they are a huge fan of the show Arrow and all things comic books. <gasps> I love this person. I didn't know what you're talking about. Yeah. You, you don't. And I love them too. And they do so much. They are I overworked. Because you talk about this person. All yeah. Time. Because I really enjoy them and they're a great person. Um, but he was talking to me like I wasn't a person. Like, I mean, he was going. Yeah. 
what is that? For those who are just listening, would you be able to understand those directions? Use your words. Right. So I, I that's what I said to him. Use your words. I was like, hi. Hello. Uh, I'm a person. I'm not sure if you knew this, but I'm a person. And I would like you to be a big boy and use your words. And he See? was like, what? And I was like, we're both adults here. I'm <laughs> Please use your words. We're both adults. See? Okay. And and then he did. And then he was like, can you call me sir? And I was like, if that's how you would be preferred, like if that's how you prefer to be referred to as, then yeah, I can call you sir. Sir. But I'm just asking as a basis to not go. That's too much. That's too much like. Right. Which he did to another person recently. And the person was like, what am I, a waitress? (laughs) Which she is, obviously. (laughs) But like. But don't like, do that. Don't do that. Don't don't I'm a do that. I'm not just an occupation. I'm a person. That's what other, That's why it's important too. To when you go to a table or you approach your seat and your customers, right. tell them your name. Tell them your name. I mean, I I can do without it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it because you're not about to be snapping at me because I we we're not going. I ignore her. I'm going to ignore you. Right, you're just you're just encouraging me to not be as on Pleasant. your team. Yes. No, I'm 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 here as your advocate. Mm-hmm. I am here to curate this journey for you or this experience for you so that you have a good time. That is my main objective. My main objective, other than to get out of that place in a timely fashion, is to make the most money possible. How do I yeah. make the most money possible? By allowing everything to be set up as efficiently as possible mm-hmm. uh, and, to, and to make sure that these people are having a good time. That's it. That's it. I want you to be having a good time because when you're having a good time, I get paid more because you're more willing to part with that money. I will say, it's not a pet peeve, but my favorite part about season is the tips. Thank you to everyone who's come out and gone out with your family. Because mm-hmm. you helped us pay for our holiday experiences Yes, thank too. you so much. I, it was... We had really good customers. Good. Like, everybody was so... Because it was that holiday spirit and we were just like, you control your table. Yeah. You control the energy, even if somebody pisses you off. And I know I have a little bit of a temper sometimes. I always want a little more. Um, Even though I have my little attitudes here and there. You control your tables. And no matter how many times somebody's pissed me off this holiday season that's gonna be my next episode I know we're gonna be past Christmas and all that but it's gonna be holiday aftermath oh the aftermath like the slow season of it yeah oh prepare can't wait but one of my pet peeves that's Mm -hmm. what I was gonna say my Mm -hmm. one of my pet peeves was just just like management Mm -hmm. and organization because we know we're gonna be busy like granted you mean like like the position <laughs> or like, do you mean like the the curation of what is about to happen and managing the space and time of it all? I feel like both. Oh, okay. Because you, I don't think you can do one without the other. Yeah. No, you're right. Especially in busy, you know it's going to be busy. Mm-hmm. Everybody is waiting for have been waiting for these months so you prepare but then you also feel like you have to prepare mentally as well yeah 
So you get can't, in the right headspace. Yeah, you have to versus snapping at your employees who, like you said, are adults. Right. You have to be able to improve your communication. Right. I'd rather be overprepared and have someone be like, hey, do we have this? Are we good? Don't, like, don't. what's going on? I would rather have that. I would rather have someone up my ass. Yeah. I then, then. I always say I love, like, I love asshole managers who are up my ass making sure that. Right. But, like, give me enough space to actually execute my job. Yeah. But at the same time, like, making sure that everything is where it needs to be. Just making sure that everything With is where everybody, it needs to be. With everybody, not just oh, that absolutely. one person. Absolutely. Absolutely. Did you make sure? Because I, my job would be. This is a team. We are a pool house here. Yeah. Yeah. If every, if you checked everybody's area, that they think that was the most frustrating part for me, Mm -hmm. because every area, every there's there's runners, there's the kitchen, there's the bar, there is the server. If we went to each category and made sure that everything was prepared and right. We, the, we knew the information. Right. Don't just, please don't sit a party and I don't know that I'm about to have a right. 40 top table party and they have menus that I haven't even gotten yet. Yeah. The kitchen hasn't gotten yet. So now I have to fill these out. I have to run downstairs, run back and forth. I already have a whole section. <laughs> like, can you help me? And then come to me and tell me everything that I need. Well, I don't have these. Do you mind getting them? Mm-hmm. Can you help? I'm already juggling enough. Yeah. So that that would be that would be a pet peeve of mine. That was the most frustrating thing. Yeah. About holiday, but other than that, other than the the sassy <laughs> mom, because that's like she's the only person I feel like who really gave me an issue. This, <laughs> last on blast, sassy on, man. and I hope you hear this. Um, and then just management's attitude. But other than that. And then either either they way, they have a lot on their plates. They too. do. I was gonna say it, it, it but it, I do understand frustration. I too get frustrated at things, and so I understand them. This doesn't mean that I. This does not mean that I do not love you guys. This is it. Means. Is a trickle down effect. Yeah, it's just there's means. certain information that we probably don't have. Yeah, we don't know everything. Right, and like I'm sure that a lot of the frustrations that we feel on the floor behind the bar are very much the same or in tandem with mm-hmm. a lot of their frustrations. And because it's um, mm-hmm. because it's only so, I don't know. I don't know how to phrase this. Because it's only so many humans that are working on this and there are only two or th- two of them who are, no, two there are only two of them <laughs> that are really just trying to execute these tasks. Yeah. It could be a lot. Yeah. But we all need to figure it out. Basically. Because we are just a team and it's not just the managers. But that is our show. Yay. And I can't wait for you guys to come back next week because it's going to be amazing. I have so much planned. Lady. Thank you, Dunya. Thank you, Jace. I love you. Yes.